The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, and we are glad that you've joined us for another great episode where we'll be talking about the tools and resources that you need to move forward in your career. So today we are playing this show and I am in Denver getting ready for the international conference for the Career Thought Leaders organization. And Career Thought Leaders is an organization that gathers career services professionals, so coaches, counselors, resume writers, all those helpful folks that always are trying to help us in advance our careers. It gathers all those people together, as I said, from all over the world. So we'll have people in Denver today from Australia and the UK, from Sweden and Canada, of course, and all across the U.S. So a very exciting group of people to be around. And as I've been preparing for this conference, I've had the opportunity to work with so many experts in the career field who will be speaking and sharing the latest and greatest with their career colleagues. So today you get a special treat because you get to hear some of the top ideas that are coming out of this career thought leaders group. What are the issues that they're seeing get in the way of career success for individuals? And what are some of the solutions that they offer? And of course, this is three days worth of learning for those of us who are in the business. And I'm just going to give you some of the top trends and tips that I'm seeing based on what my presenters are going to be presenting. So if you haven't followed along, you can always join the Career Thought Leaders LinkedIn group. And these thought leaders from all over the world share their insights with each other and with job seekers on that Career Thought Leaders LinkedIn group. And you can get on our newsletter if you'd like to. Most of what we send out is applicable to career services providers, but of course a lot of those can be great tips for you as a job seeker as well. And you can do that on the website careerthoughtleaders.com. So what's coming up in our career world? Well, the conference is going to be focused at least in part, on the idea of mindset. And this is kind of perhaps a wishy-washy or woo-woo idea that what we think about happens. And I have to tell you that it wasn't something I really bought into until maybe even five years ago. 
when we were in the downturn and people had been out of work for a year, year and a half. And, you know, I kind of thought the whole law of attraction and what you think you attract was not true. It just sounded like a bunch of hooey to me. And so as I worked with professionals who were trying to get back to work, I saw over and over again that the reality they put into their mind was quite different than the actual reality and that that perception, perceived reality, got in their way more than anything else. And I started to become a believer in this idea that what you think actually does impact what you get, what you attract, if you will. And of course, there's a lot of other things that go into that, your actions and your plan and your skills, and those all factor in. But a lot of times what actually gets in people's way is their perception of reality. So one of my favorite colleagues is going to be talking about this concept at the conference, Susan Whitcomb. And Susan Whitcomb is a great coach, a absolutely superb coach. And she works with executives, mostly executives now, all over the world. And she works from a, a neurological kind of perspective, which is one of the growing areas of coaching. Why? Because people are starting to realize the importance of your brain in your success, not just all the hard, tangible things that are part of your success. And so Susan's going to be talking about mindset and really just the very simple idea that most of us struggle to actually implement on a daily, consistent basis, which is that what we focus on drives us and that our focus not only drives perhaps our, our actions and our attitude, but also our health. And this is becoming more and more of a topic in the world, right? We're stressed, we're, we don't make great decisions, we have an increase in, in violence and suicide and all of those things because of this stress. And stress, of course, is caused by real things, but the things that we can do about it mostly are internal and mental. And so Susan's going to be talking about the the mind shift that, again, sounds so much more simple than it, than it actually is, but to shift from worry and thinking about what we don't have or what bad is going to happen. She's kind of got this you know, this idea that's running around in our head is I'm never going to get this done or I don't have enough time or I'm, I don't have enough money. And those thoughts plague us all, especially at work and especially when we're job seeking, especially if we're unemployed. And so every day at work, we're told to do more and more and more. And every day we get drugged down further and further and further and there's, of course, a reality to that, that we need the skills to be able to deal with in terms of communicating and those those pieces. But even to be able to execute those skills, we have to have a mind shift. It may be that that mind shift is, is a little bit different than what Susan's talking about here. 
but a lot of it is where we focus. So if we're focused on what we don't have, if we're focused on what's never going to happen, we're worried about those things, that's where our energy goes. Instead of being focused on what could be, the opportunities we do have, the time that we do have, and how do we want to spend that, flipping that focus can make all the difference. And again, it's key to taking some of the real practical actions that we need to take to, to solve. And I saw this a lot when I was working with job seekers, especially during the recession, right? What was the negative thought in everybody's mind and on everybody's lips? And perhaps some of this is still happening in other countries. In the U.S., we happen to be at a place right now where it's not so much there, but this idea of there aren't enough opportunities, there aren't any jobs, I'm never going to get anything. The only things that are available pay less than I can make. Whatever it is, those negative things that I heard people saying to themselves over and over and over again, and there were some truth to them at times, but the problem with that mindset is that then when there are opportunities, you're not looking for them because you're so focused on the lack. Again, it's it sounds easier, perhaps it sounds trite, but there's so much truth in it that if we can keep our mind focused on opportunities and looking for them, if we can keep our mind focused on what might be possible with the time that we do have, that's how we're going to solve the problem. Focusing on that we don't have enough time is not going to be productive in actually solving the problem of what to get done in the time that we do have or what jobs we're going to go after even though there may not be as many as we'd like. How are we going to create those? So a very simple idea and Susan has some some great tricks that she'll be sharing but the base, basic idea of it is to give yourself the opportunity to solve the problem by focusing on the opportunities and the positives, if you will, not necessarily negating the negatives, but using the positives to solve them instead of focusing our energy on the negatives. And of course, some other powerful tools for that mindset piece are practicing gratitude so one of the tricks that I would help clients do is at the end of the day, write down five good things that happened that day. Then you stay focused throughout the day on the good things because you know you're going to have to write five of them down at the end of the day. And then just that mind shift of really looking for the good helps in making progress because our energy is moving in a different direction. And then one of the other tools that that Susan will be talking about and takes most of us a lot of our lives to learn is this idea of self-compassion, to be kind to ourselves, to, to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. We're doing the best we can. We're, we're, we're enough. All of those, again, perhaps woo-woo things that we hear and discard really do have power. And the more that we can incorporate them into our daily world, the better off we'll be. 
So that's one of the main ideas that we'll be talking about at our conference. There's a lot of different speakers. Elizabeth Harney Sanders Park will also be talking about that idea in terms of setting goals that you have control over and really focusing in on where we put our energy based on setting great goals from the beginning. We'll also be talking about, and one of the great topics coming up in this coaching session is work-life balance, which I think we all struggle with, and we're getting a different idea, a different definition of what that actually means today. It's not necessarily that we balance our work and our life every day, right? It's, it's how do we ebb and flow, and how do we do that in a way where we don't burn out and we can be creative at work, we can be innovative. All of the things that help us move forward in our career require energy and mental energy, physical energy. And we have to be able to manage that energy so that we can be the best we can be at work and earn those promotions, stand out so that we can move around in our career. And Michelle Carroll's talks about this and her saying, her slogan, if you will, is your work or your life. And of course, there's not an or there, right? It's an and, and it's really figuring out how to get those two to balance. How do you balance work and life? And so Michelle's going to go into deeper into that. Michelle Carroll, two R's, two L's, C-A-R-R-O-L-L just talking about really being set in your understanding of where you're going. Can't make decisions based on how you spend your time if you don't know where you're going, right? And so for each of us to take that time to reflect where are we actually going, how are we going to decide how we spend our time and where we put our energy? Because we do have finite amounts of those things. And sometimes I think we try to forget about that. And so really understanding when those pieces are going to come into play. So we're going to take a short break and come back here and wrap up talking about this idea of work-life balance and some of the key things that Michelle Carroll will be sharing. And then we'll continue to go through some of the top trends and things you should be thinking about that our career thought leaders are thinking about to move your career forward. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you looking to get noticed in today's business world? Listen for Chat with Chickles, what they couldn't teach you in business school. This is the show that will help you survive and thrive in business today. It's what you can do differently that will help you stand apart from everybody else in the field. Lisa Chickles and her guests can show you just how to gain that unique edge. 
Chat with Chickles can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today I'm sharing with you some of the top tips and trends coming to us from career thought leaders all over the world who will be speaking this week in Denver at our annual international conference. So we've been talking about mindset and perhaps a hard thing to wrap our mind around, right? Our, our body and brain likes to think that it doesn't matter as much as it does. It's, it's out there. It's nebulous. We have a hard time measuring it. And therefore, especially my more technical analytical friends may have a hard time with it. I get that. I used to be there. So when we're thinking about our mindset, we've talked a, a little bit about kind of the power of where we put our energy in a mental way. And now we're talking a little bit more about where we put our energy in a more practical way between that idea of work-life balance and and really does it exist? And people are starting to change the way they talk about this when they talk about work-life balance, which I love. It's less about thinking you're always going to have the skills even, if you will, and that things are going to shift back and forth. Sometimes work's going to be more and take more time, right? And then and energy. And then other times you want to be able to shift that back and let your home life take more time and energy. And that's really the new concept of work-life balance is how do you navigate that process so that when you are at the end of the day, you feel like you've done what you wanted to get done in both of those areas as, as much as possible and feel like you made conscious choices around those things, which is probably the most important piece, right? To not feel like you got stuck at work or got bullied into doing a whole bunch of work when you really want to be doing these family things. How do you balance those two in a conscious way? And of course, the first thing is to understand where you're going. What are your values? When you're forced to choose, what are you going to choose? Where does that line come for you and how are you going to communicate that? When we know those things, then we can decide where we put our energy. might be okay to flow more into to work in this area and you know that's coming. You can communicate it. You can feel good about flexing in that direction. Then you flex back towards the personal and you 
are again feel good about that can communicate that i think a lot of us carry around guilt maybe, maybe those of you who are catholic more than the rest of us but it, you know i think that all of us feel some kind of of guilt and perhaps even general generationally boomers may feel it even more when we say no or when we turn down a work obligation perhaps or or say say no before we get that far hopefully we feel guilty or what are we missing out on instead of getting to enjoy the thing that we said no to work to enjoy we're worried oh we might lose our position or lose our ability to get a promotion and one those a lot of those things aren't true in fact as we talked about last week research has shown that people to take their vacation actually can have more career advancement again because they're communicating their value they're communicating their boundaries and in some ways that commands respect might not work for everyone but it isn't a given that because you take more vacation or because you have some boundaries and say no that you're career is going to suffer and i think that most of us think that that's the case we've got to be there all the time work all the time get everything done that anyone hands to us and that's how we're going to get ahead and that's not exactly how it works so this idea of where we want to put our energy what do we really want to do what do we value and how are we going to communicate that is all a piece of really achieving this kind of nebulous idea of work life balance and realizing that we have a choice making those conscious choices that's up to us if we feel like we're getting pushed around that's really our fault right we have the opportunity to do it differently we have the opportunity to communicate differently and that doesn't mean we're choosing to lose our job or one of any of those things if we can communicate it in the in a good way and be professional it shouldn't have to be that kind of a decision it should really just be that we're able to communicate and have our boundaries and most of the time people are going to respect that for in a if we're professional about it and aren't overdoing it of course so one of the other ideas that one of our great coaches will be talking about at this conference it's more in the kind of career growth advancement or leadership area beth benati is going to be talking about resiliency and i love this right this idea of being resilient in your career because we know that what happened almost 7 years ago now with our recession here in the US is a cyclical thing it will come back now that doesn't mean that we need to go all gloom and doom and panic but it does mean that we need to think about how are we being resilient in our leadership how are we how are we being resilient in our career even bigger than that and this idea that there are certain things that go in to being resilient in our career and Beth is going to be talking about these 
in some depth. I just have the, the overview of concepts, so I'll share those with you because I do think it's a fascinating topic. And as you look forward in your career and you're thinking about how to advance your career or you're starting to think about there's change in the horizon um, in your company, I would encourage you to do some reading on this idea of career and leadership resiliency. And you can look up Beth Kennedy Bonatti, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, Kennedy, Beth Kennedy Bonatti, and see what she's talking about and dig in some dig, dig in deeper. On the surface, the ideas are pretty self-explanatory. Self-awareness. Again, if you want to be resilient in your career, knowing where you're going, knowing where your strengths are, knowing what some of your pitfalls are, going to be absolutely necessary to move. Who likes you? Who will help you? Do you need to build some more relationships? That self-awareness internal, where, where are you coming from and what are, what are you what are your assets, if you will? So important to be able to move quickly up, over, or if you get pushed out to, to move back into somewhere else. Mindset, as we've been talking about here in the first part of the session, so important. If you're an Eeyore, and I, you know, if you've never watched Winnie the Pooh, you can Google Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore. It's really that idea of your mindset not only directs where you put your energy, but it also directs how people external to you react to you. And it's going to be harder to get people to help you. It's going to be harder to make relationships or to keep them if the minute things go wrong, our mindset is is negative, right? No one likes to to be around that negative energy. So our mindset is so important for so many reasons, and and that's just one of them here that, that Beth has. Our ability to recharge or to understand how to keep our energy up. So do you eat well? Do you exercise? Do you sleep well? You might say, no, because I'm working too much. <laughs> Go back to that work-life balance issue, right? You can only do that for so long. And then you lose your ability to flex, to think critically, to innovate. And all of those are going to hurt your resiliency. So while it thinks, may seem like it's a good idea to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning to finish this project, doing that over and over and over again is actually going to hurt your long-term career potential because it just isn't sustainable for most people. I know there are some people who say they don't need that much sleep. Research would say that you're, that's probably not true. Um, so thinking about how we can work our ability to manage our energy consistently really helps us be able to respond differently to stimuli in our work. Connection, of course, we talk about it in the show all the time, relationships. Your resiliency is 100% going to rely on those relationships that you have and building them when you don't need them, 
right? That That's so hard for job seekers when they get laid off and they haven't been planning or thinking or knew it was coming at all. And, and boy, when you're trying to build relationships because you need somebody to help you, or that's, you know, what your mindset is around it, so much more challenging. And I always laugh and feel bad for my husband because I'm always asking him, well, did you trade cards with that person? Did you stay in touch with that person? Because I know, although he's happy in his job and he doesn't see that there's any way he'll ever get forced out at this point in time, it's possible, right? His boss, your boss, in at least in the U.S., I know in other countries it's different, could walk in any day and, and lay you off for really absolutely no reason. The company needs to make structural change, whatever it is. And your best allies are going to be the relationships you make, especially within your industry, your suppliers, your customers, your vendors. And those are the folks I'm always asking him, you know, did you get that card? Do you stay in touch with them? Because those are the people that'll help him move should the inevitable happen. And then the last one, innovation. Of course, our ability to see new opportunities, to seize those to seek out new ways to solve problems. And really, this is a big one when we talk about employers and recruiters and what they're looking for are people who can innovate. And if you say you're innovative, interestingly enough, at this recruiting conference I went at went to, that pretty much seals the deal that you're not, right? They want you to show that you're innovative in innovative ways, not by saying that we're innovative in our resume or in our leadership profile, whatever it might be. So those pieces of resilience, resiliency, so important as we move forward. So we're going to take a short break here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the great content coming out of our career thought leaders on the marketing, branding, and resume writing side. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Great leaders today have certain capabilities that set them apart. These leaders have discovered transformational leadership. Now you can discover the same ideas, insights, and programs that have led them to success. Inside Transformational Leadership, 
hosted by Kate Ebner, is produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. We'll explore these stories and concepts every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, And today you are getting a treat. Some of the trends and tips coming from the International Career Thought Leaders Organization at our international conference this week in Denver, Colorado. So we've talked about resiliency as a leader, as a job seeker, as a careerist. How do you stay resilient in your career? We've talked about managing your energy, managing your work-life balance, if you will, and managing your mindset. So these are some of the top topics and trends that leadership and career coaches are seeing coming up over and over again with their, with their, with their clients. How do you move forward in your career? How do you advance in your career? Yes, there are some very practical step-by-step things that you can do. Most of them are not rocket science. It is these mental and energy things behind them that get in the way, especially for leaders today where we are so challenged to do more with less. We're so challenged to meet perhaps unrealistic demands on a daily basis with our time and energy. Those who are succeeding, those who are moving forward, those who are standing out in their jobs really are masters of these things, of the mental and physical energy conserving it, building the the boundaries, thinking positive, if you will, very simply. Those are who are succeeding today. Again, the mechanics we can all learn. It's the mindset pieces that most people struggle with. So that's where our coaches are seeing the trends in terms of success as a leader, success in advancing your career, success as a job seeker. So we're also going to be spending a whole day talking about marketing, marketing you. And this is not tied necessarily anymore to job search. It's similar to the idea we were just talking about, about building relationships. It's best to build relationships before you need them. And it's best to build a brand before you need someone to know it, right? By the time you get laid off, and you start thinking, oh, I should build a brand so people know who I am and what I'm all about, it's too late. I mean, it's it's not too late, and you can still do it. But boy, it would be better to be doing it on a consistent basis where you can communicate who you are and what you stand for to people. And you'll move faster, much faster. Or, of course, if you want to advance your career, People around you know what way you're trying to advance in. 
it's not going to happen automatically anymore. It's really up to you to advance your career. And just like our energy piece, managing your brand really means knowing where you're going, where you want to go, what your strengths are, that self-awareness piece, so that you can build a brand around it where it's very evident to your connections, where you're going, what your strengths are, and what opportunities might be a good fit for you. That's imperative today. One of our speakers will be talking about social media because of course social media is one of the best tools for all of us to build our brand. And you may say, well, but I'm employed. I don't, I don't know about that. Won't other people see that I'm looking? Well, building a brand online today doesn't mean that you're looking. That's the wonderful part about it. And we've talked about this on the show a couple of times before that you are being encouraged, perhaps even by your company, to build your brand online because that builds their brand online. And in fact, it's their best tool for attracting great talent is for you as an employee to be promoting their brand online in your professional way. So this is shifting in a great way for you because you are being encouraged and it's no longer a red flag if you're building this online presence. So social media is a big world, right? And and Loretta Peters has a, a company, Competitive Edge Branding, where she helps entrepreneurs and individuals do their work online in terms of their branding. And she's going to be talking about some of the trends. Of course, one of the biggest ones has been around for a while, video. It's not really a surprise that video has taken a little bit of time to catch on because all of us hate to be in front of a camera. Thankfully, video doesn't have to mean that, right? But that's one of the big trends coming up on social media still is the increase and continual increase of video in marketing. And video platforms like Periscope and some of those that are popping up to better facilitate people's ability to promote themselves via video. Just some stats that Loretta shares, 30 million, 30 million people use LinkedIn Pulse. That's their articles that they, that they let you post, you know, their blogs, if you will. 30 million people are using that daily. 40, wait, 400 million, 400 million people on Instagram. 400 million people on Instagram. Pictures, right? Visuals, just like video are taking the world by storm. People want to see a picture of what you're doing. If you are running an event or if you're speaking at a conference, this can be a great way to build your brand. Again, very professional. You're promoting that you're happy and successful where you are. Not necessarily that you're looking. That's not a sexy brand, actually, to to say that you're looking. It's really about promoting that you're happy and successful where you are. And this will kind of show you where our demographics are age-wise. We also have 7 billion daily views on Snapchat. And if you're over 35, (laughs) you may be saying, what the heck is a Snapchat? Google it. You should know about it. If you have kids, your kids are probably doing it. Um, Snapchat, new hot thing in the social media world. Um, Although maybe not the easiest way to build your your brand, I'm looking forward to seeing what Loretta has to say about that. 
10 million, 10 million on Periscope, which is a fairly new platform already using, having 10 million users that are again, engaging in real time video chat with each other, partnered with Twitter and excited to hear what some of our our speakers have to say about Periscope. We have a couple of speakers coming in to talk about Periscope as well. Those are some things I may have to give you an update on after the conference when I learn a little bit more. They're, they're new, they're coming up, and we'll see how much you may want to use them to build your brand. So of course these social mediums, as I said, just provide an outlet for you to build your brand. They're not magic, they're tools and we've got to use them as such. We've got to decide which tools make sense for our toolbox. Probably a few months ago, we went through how to decide between some of the more popular ones, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. How do you decide which is gonna be the best for your, your career branding? Now it looks like we'll have some new ones to add to the pile and we'll continue to talk about those and which tools might make sense for you and why not. We've talked a little bit about, and, and Loretta's gonna share, just thinking about all the different ways you can communicate your brand. Obviously you can write, you can speak, you can work internally, you can work externally, you can volunteer. There's so many different ways that you can share your brand depending on what works for you and your style. So just, like thinking through the social media tools, you also want to think through your other tools. And yes, person-to-person -person networking is, is a tool, especially internal to your company or internal to your industry where you can actually build a good, strong network. But even there, it's realizing that everything you do, everything you say, every interaction you have with those people in person is developing your brand, is building a picture in their head of who you are, what you want, what's important to you, what your strengths are, and are you being intentional with those interactions to the point where your brand is clear to those that you interact with on a regular basis. So Loretta, again, gonna be talking a lot about social media, managing your brand on social media, really deciphering which tools make sense for you. And then our next speaker, Melanie Lynchy, who we've had on the show before, talking about how you communicate that brand from your resume, LinkedIn profile, kind of those documents that you write to your requests on LinkedIn and she we talked about that was our last show together Melanie and I talked about having some personality when you connect with people on LinkedIn you know that generic I'd like to add you to my LinkedIn network thing does nothing for you doesn't tell that other person anything about you you're assuming that they're going to click on your profile before they connect with you and guess what a lot of people aren't going to take that time and what they're going to do is either hit yes but no, not have anything to do with who you are, which really does you nothing. It adds another checkbox to your ticker, great. Or they're gonna hit no because they don't know who you are and they don't wanna take the time to figure out if it's a valid connection. So please stop doing that, it hurts your brand. 
But Melanie's going to be talking about, okay, if you're going to be on these social mediums, what do you write? Bottom line, very simple, and we'll be talking more about this as we go along. Have some personality. Please don't copy and paste your resume into your LinkedIn profile. It should be a conversational tone. It should sound like you're talking to me about what you do, why you love what you do, how you got into what you do, the rich story behind who you are as a professional and a little bit of the personal, not the more formal concise language that we put on your resume, which is necessary because it's on a resume and we need it to be professional and concise and and fit on a page. But the LinkedIn profile is so much more than that. And in fact, your, your resume should have a, a little bit of personality too. And Melanie's going to be talking about, about that. And I'd encourage you to follow her blog on the resume relief, resumerelief.com. And she shares some great tips and tools for having some personality in your communications about yourself. So we're going to take another short break here, come back and finish up with some of the top tips for marketing yourself in today's world to advance or change your career. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been talking about the top tips and trends that our career thought leaders are going to be sharing with with us as colleagues, what they mean for you in your career, advancing your career, changing your career, job seeking. So we've talked about mindset. We've talked about some of the energy work. How are you managing your, your energy to be able to perform well at work? And now we've talked a little bit about branding yourself and really understanding that Social media is a great tool for that. It no longer means that you are are job seeking to be active on social media, but that you want to do that in a way that's consistent with 
how you want to be known. That's really this brand idea. How do you want to be known? And what do you want people to see about you in person and on social media? And to be very intentional about that and maybe even mapping out, you know, what are the the things you want people to know about you? What are those strengths you want them to see? What are the interests you want them to see, both professional and personal, so that you know what you might want to share? And it doesn't even have to be all your content, of course, right? We're not saying that you need to start a blog. (laughs) You're busy working. And maybe you can, but probably not. But it's more even in the personal things that you share. What are you saying? And if you get industry news, who are you sharing that with? Are you active enough that people know that you're an expert in your field? In fact, it's really about building your visibility as a thought leader in your field, just the way all of my wonderful colleagues that are presenting have become thought leaders in our field. So we're also going to be talking about corporate bios. So very interesting for you who are in the corporate world and and employed, and you may be thinking, oh, I'm not sure I want to get on LinkedIn. Well, in my field, companies are actually paying writers to work with groups of individuals within the company to write their LinkedIn profiles. Why? Again, it goes back to that idea that you, as an employee, are your employer's best marketing material. You're connected to your colleagues. You're connected to people like you who they assume that then will be great employees, too. Sometimes that works out for them. Sometimes it doesn't. But it's their favorite way to hire. So watch out for that. It may be something you want to suggest to your company, especially if you're at a leadership level, so that everyone gets their profiles and redone, and then there's no red flags at all. It's becoming a pretty common thing, and we'll be talking about how those look and sound different, obviously, than a job seeker profile. And if you're working with someone to write yours or you're writing yours by yourself and you're currently employed, you don't want to sound like a job seeker. You want to sound like you're happy and successful where you are, and your profile should be a good mix of that being happy and successful where you are, while it builds in the skill sets and its successes that would also make you appealing to someone else. That's the the happy medium that you're trying to strike there. We're gonna be talking about all the different things that you could be doing on social media to promote yourself. So taking some cues here from our small businesses, what do you see your small businesses doing? Your real estate agent. Maybe even your um, your local car place. It seems strange, but our local fix car shop does a great job of being out on Facebook. They tell stories of customers. They tell stories of cars they're fixing. One of my Facebook customer our colleagues is a, a mechanic for vans, old VW vans, and so he's posting stories of other people and what they're doing with their VW vans. And in some ways he's promoting his business, but in other ways he's telling great stories and connecting with his friends. And that's what we're trying to get you to do as a professional. It's a little bit of a mind shift for some of us, especially, um, I hate to say it, but those, those of us who didn't grow up when all of this was happening, right? 
millennials get it. X is sometimes it's a little more comfortable and boomers, you know, you, this may be a stretch for you. But the whole idea is that your accessibility on these mediums is so important to not only your personal life, but to your professional life. And that there are a lot of things that you can do on these mediums to share your stories in a, a way that highlights your professional successes mixed with your personal profession, personal. And you may say, well, why does that matter? Right? Why is it? Why would my Facebook friends care what I do as a living? Most job leads come from someone we know. Now, that may happen your professional network, not necessarily your personal network. But although it may be uncomfortable for some of us, the more you mix those, the more success you have in today's world, which is a little bit mind boggling and goes against what some of you may feel deep down in your core. So that may be something we struggle with. But even on LinkedIn, to share your stories, instead of just sharing when you need to, or just sharing nothing, which most of you do, um, to really share those stories of what's going on in your industry, how have how is it impacting things, to go beyond the surface and, and really share in a different way. And that's why video is so powerful, right? It allows you to share in a different way. It can't even just be a presentation that you presented, but it has more oomph behind it than just sharing the article that you wrote. It requires people to read it, which isn't going to happen very much today. And it has no, no personal voice to it, if you will. So thinking about what makes sense for you, maybe it's some case studies of work that you've done. Maybe it's a way that you're creating your LinkedIn profile with extra pieces in it. Maybe it's some visuals, even on just your LinkedIn profile. We don't have to go into Pinterest or Instagram or any of those things. Are there visuals you could put on your LinkedIn profile that would make it come alive? Even a, a slide share presentation that you've delivered. How do you make those pieces come alive and, and really tell a story about you as a professional, what you achieve, what you can do for your 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 industry for your potential hiring managers internal and external so that's where the marketing piece is, is going and it's a shift for most people to think about proactively building their brand instead of waiting until they get laid off and they need something or waiting until a promotion opportunity comes available and applying it's too late those people have already made up their mind about you, especially if it's a promotion opportunity. So what are you doing day to day, in person, perhaps most importantly, especially for internal promotions, to communicate who you are, what you stand for, where you wanna go, what your strengths are, and then how are you using social media to, to back that up as a, as a tool to communicate and to really put more teeth behind who you are and what you do, and some consistent visibility. That's what social media enables for you. So I hope that you'll 
join us again next week. We'll have maybe filled in some of these gaps around what's going on in the world of career change, career management, branding, and marketing from our career thought leaders here in Denver, Colorado. So again, you can follow along at careerthoughtleaders.com. If you're interested, you can follow us on Twitter. We'll be at CTL Career Thought Leader, CTL Conf, C-O-N-F. And if you search the hashtag CTL Conf, you can follow along and see what some of your career thought leaders are saying. And you can always reach out to me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. We look forward to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.